It's so easy to listen from home. I just tell my smart speaker, Alexa, play the Shake Back Sports podcast. Here's hashtag brothers of baseball slash Shake Back Sports show from Apple Podcasts, continuing the latest episode. Shake Back Sports Show OT right here, powered by the Big Game Christian Sports Network. Once again, it is your boy, Willie Epstein Jr., live, loud, and in color, bringing the funk and bringing the real. Um, today's special guest, um, let me tell y'all this. She is one of the most amazing, not only just women, but people I have ever known. Um, she is the executive pastor of the greatest church this side of heaven. She is the founder of the three She Three Foundation. We're going to talk about that here in just a minute. She is the esteemed author of Woman on the Move. And she is the wife of one pastor in Q. My man, what's up? She is the mother to Ariel, Jarrell, and Jonathan. And she is the best first lady of any church in the land. And just in case y'all didn't know who I was talking about, I am talking about none other than Dr. Tanya McGill. Welcome to the stage, Pastor T. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You really know how to make a, a, a lady feel special. Thank you. Well, I tell you what, the Lord has given me a lot of gifts and, um, being truthful about certain things is one of them. I should have said all things, but he didn't make me perfect. So, um, <laughs> so uh, I, I did want to actually do this, and I actually forgot. Be and I and I and I made sure that I did it before we actually went on the show. So let me do this one more time, Doctor Tanya McGill. <laughs> you're funny all right so I, I i had to get that in there look i have to show off my uh engineering skills just a little bit okay wow. so um nice to have you thank you for taking the time out to do this <clears throat> um women's history month this is in tribute of women's history month and uh the train will continue on next week with a couple other special guests but they're not really guests so, Dr. Tanya McGill, I want to thank you again. So, we're going to get right into it. So, for those of uh, for those people out there that know you the way that Patrice and I and so many other people know you and love you and respect you and, and revere you and all those great things, explain to the audience what it is about women on the move and what inspired you to write that book. And I see it in the background right there. Yeah. You know, um, the Lord has really given me an opportunity to connect with some amazing women. 
And a few years ago, I was having lunches and breakfasts and dinners and phone calls with just a lot of different people. And I thought, you know, it would be really good if I was able to sit down and write a book that could maybe just have a conversation with women. Um, when we couldn't connect, maybe I could say something that would encourage them to continue in their journey. And so it really was just an idea that I had to um, write down some thoughts to basically encourage, equip, and empower women, because that's what I love to do. And so I was hoping it would be a tool that wouldn't necessarily intimidate anybody or make anybody feel like it was a laborious task to read, but just to have a conversation. And so that was the intent behind it. Conversations are definitely what is needed. And in this year of this pandemic, um, it is those types of pieces of literature that, uh, that we all need. And mm -hmm. uh, I know my wife was on the, li the reading, the, uh, uh, the list, I guess, for uh, those that you had appointed to, to yes. read about it and, and talk about it. And she absolutely loved the book. Um, and while we're there, can you just tell briefly uh, how people can actually get the book? They can get it on Amazon. They can get it on Barnes and Noble. They can also go to uh, my foundation website, she3foundation.org, and they can get it there. She three foundation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's go there. Okay. <laughs> that's a good segue. You didn't even okay. look, you didn't even try to do that. So that's no. awesome. All right. So talk to us about three, uh, she three. Well, you know, I love women. I love speaking and ministering to women. And one of the things that I wanted to do with she three foundation is I wanted to get beyond the four walls of the church. I wanted to be able to connect with women who may or may not be um, in church or maybe have been hurt by church or maybe have uh, issues with church. And so I wanted to establish a foundation to really do what I feel is my life's purpose is equipping, empowering and encouraging women. And so I was able to, you know, I went and I prayed about it talked to my husband about it. He supported it. It's not in conflict with anything that I do at the church, but it is distinctly different from what I do at the church. So we, we're, you know, we're after all types of women, all different age groups, you know, women who, because I am a believer, everything I do will come from that platform, but it's not a preaching environment. It's more of just a way to really help women boots on the ground without necessarily putting the church behind the title single women married women and our yeah. church the big acc is what i call it on social media sometimes <laughs> but uh the big acc out of irving texas um really really big into healthy marriages and mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen out there oh, and oh by the way thank you guys for checking us out on facebook live as well as periscope it will be going to youtube as well as um itunes as well as spotify and google Podcasts at the conclusion of the interview uh, notice I said healthy marriages out there, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me just say this, because Pastor NQ and Pastor T, they married Patrice and I like they married so many other great couples at our church and outside of our church. And we counseled you, too. And they counseled us and they're, <laughs> and they're still counseling us, too. So um, and all of that, uh, with all jokes aside, is, is, a, is a main reason why we are actually here doing this right now, because... There have been so many times that I haven't wanted to quit, and you and you and my main man, Pastor NQ, have uh, instilled so much into our family, and uh, the love and respect that we have for you guys is immeasurable. So, 
let me do this because the ministry, I know how important it is to you guys. And we're coming up on what, 23, Two. 22 years? 22. Yeah. I always like to get the story behind the story. Okay. So the, for the listeners out there and people viewing that don't know you like we do, kind of yeah. share the, the, the process of what it was when you were called to the ministry and uh, what all entailed with that. So I think uh, neither one of us had any type of leadership behind the scenes service in church. I mean, really, God just saved us and um, we turned our lives around. I think it was in 1992. That's when we really started really following God with our whole heart. And we were sitting under a ministry where the word just became life to us. And, um, you know, the Lord had called my husband, but he didn't tell me that God had called him to start a church. And we were living on the East Coast and we relocated to Texas because we wanted to be closer to our family in Louisiana. And in the middle of a worship service, God spoke to my heart that my husband was going to be doing what the pastor was doing. We were at Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. We were here on a house hunting trip. And the Lord spoke that to my heart. And I told my husband and he like almost passed out because he had not told me that. And so, you know, my job at that point was just to help him. I didn't feel called to preach. I didn't feel called to lead. I just wanted to be a wife that helped her husband. And so we started um, Bible study in our homes in uh, the summer of 1999. And then in September of 1999, we started the church and um, I just helped him out. The Lord uh, my husband asked me to stand up and um, elaborate on a scripture because we didn't have any team with us. It was just he and I. And so he said, can you, before I get up and preach, can you get up and just elaborate on the scripture? And so I did. And my father-in-law at that time, he said to me, he said, you know, he said to both of us, he said, you guys are called as a ministry team. And we, you know, took that and prayed about it. And then about a year later, God confirmed it to me that I'm called to not only work with him, but to preach. And he called me to also preach the gospel and to uh, have my own calling that worked alongside him. And so, yeah, we were not sent out by anyone. We were not groomed for it. So we made a lot of mistakes <laughs> and we just kind of followed God's calling. We didn't know what we were getting into. We were just naively following. And I'm so glad God hid all the stuff that was going into that because we probably wouldn't have gone as uh, in it as full force as we did because it was just a lot, you know. Like as you know, doing anything new, it, it's a lot. You, you don't know. Well, in the late, in the uh, in the words of the late great Reverend Willie E. Epting Sr., he said, "When you get the calling, wa uh, walk or uh, don't walk, run." Absolutely. And when he said that to me, I took it as walk, not don't walk, but run, run the other way. <laughs> can you relate to that? I can totally relate to that. And I think my husband can relate to that more because he, he had the burden long before I knew that he had the burden. So he was, he was wrestling with it for a while himself. He wasn't running to the pulpit. He was running away from it actually. So I, I know it's a weight, you know, it's a, as any calling of God, whether it's a pastor or even doing what you're doing, anything God calls us to do, it is a weight because we're doing it for him. We're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for him. And so he's going to prayerfully get the glory out of what we do. And so, yeah, run. And 
when I when I first came to, to the Big ACC, um, and a lot a, a a lot like other people who I have talked to or had been invited by me or somebody whatever, one of the first things that is said is this feels like home. Yeah, yeah, that's our desire. You know, we're from small town. I'm from Spring Hill, Louisiana. My husband's from Cullen, Louisiana, and we we grew up with great relatives, family members, community members, like that's who we are at the core of, of our being. We are four people and we like connecting with people. And our desire was always that Antioch would be a place, no matter how big that we got, it would always feel like a small town. Now in a small town, you don't know everybody, but you feel like you know everybody. Mm -hmm. And so that's always the desire that we have is that people feel like, okay, yes, I can be a part of this community. And whether I know everybody or go out to dinner with everybody, that isn't the goal. The goal is to just feel like we belong, that everybody belongs, no matter what your background is, no matter if you've been walking with Jesus for 25 years or if you just met him last week. We want everybody who comes to feel like they can um, belong and grow and work in community. Amen. And um, that is exactly the feeling that I got whenever I first came there with Jalen and Cameron way back in, I don't even remember what year. They were little. Yeah, they were little. Yeah. And, and now um, it's even with the pandemic, like yesterday we weren't able to make it and we have a timetable as far as when we're going to come back to the building. Right. It was so refreshing and so much fun seeing all those lovely faces, even from afar. Amen. And, and, and that's how, in my opinion, well, I feel like I, this is being told to me that the Lord, the, look, the Lord can touch you or talk to you or you can hear him through any medium that he that he wants you to hear it through. Um, and this is what this is. And, and this whole pandemic has has revealed a lot of things to a lot of people. And speaking of the pandemic, the pandemic has done what for Dr. Tanya McGill? Ooh, a lot. It, it really, you know, refreshed me. It healed me in some areas. It set me free in some areas. Um, Cause you had to, I had to sit with myself. I mean, the book was produced. I mean, the book was published, I'm sorry during COVID mm -hmm. um, because I've been working on it and putting it to the side. And then it came a point where I had no more excuses. And so I had to just sit down and finish it. So I wrote a book and um, published a book during COVID. Um, but just for me as a person, it really solidified in my heart, the things I want to spend my time doing and the things I don't want to be attached to. It gave me great family time. Like, you know, I have two sons in college and the fact that they were home and we could hang out and we could just spend that um, quality time together. And then, you know, I have a grandson. And so to have his uncles under the same roof with him and they got to spend time together. So, you know, I thank God for keeping me number one in our health, but also I thank him for the time of rest because I think I, we needed it. My calendar was empty, which was a blessing because it had been kind of crazy. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful. Once again, Willie Epting Jr. and we are hanging out with Dr. 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 Tanya <laughs> <laughs> executive pastor of the big ACC out in Irving, Texas. That is the best church this side of heaven. Now, I don't care what y'all say out there listening. I'm only telling you what I know. Can um, I tell you why it's the best church? Because yeah. we got the best people. 
Like we have the best people like you and your wife and your family, so precious and, and, and just so proud of you for what you're doing on this platform. You're, you're impacting people you don't even realize. And so I'm so thankful that you are stepping out and shaking back. <laughs> You're still in my thunder. <laughs> no, it's true. No, I, I'm going to flip that on you here in just a minute. So, <laughs> but no, I, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like my dad used to say, look, son, there's no need of doing something halfway. If you're going to do something, right. do it all the way. And, uh, there were a lot of issues that I personally had to shake back from personally and business and in this whole mm -hmm. setting and that's one of the reasons why the show was named just that mm -hmm. um so yeah i appreciate that my, I'm, i'll speak for my wife when i tell you she appreciates it as well mm -hmm. um so yeah and, and, and let me ask you about this because i know pastor nq he's not real big on talking in a setting like this mm -hmm. and uh i that that guy is like one of the coolest cats in america <laughs> i'm serious I agree. So behind <laughs> behind everything that you're doing, the book, the she three, um, and everything else, I, I remember a couple times a few years ago you took a couple trips overseas to Greece. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell everybody out there how important it is to have your better half now, because I said better half because I don't want to discriminate men and women, right. but your better half to have your complete back in whatever it is that you're doing. You know, we you're a big team person, right? You love sports. And in any sporting event, you have to, well, in, in, in group sports, you have to have people sold out for the team because it's the team that causes us to triumph, right? And so one of the things, marriage is a team. And so we are committed to having a strong team McGill. So whatever he needs, he knows I got his back and whatever I need, he knows, I know he has my back and we just flow like that, whether it's parenting or ministry or she three or, you know, wash it, cleaning up at home, like everything in our, in our marriage, we, we, our goal is to be the strongest team member we can be. He has different strengths than I do. And so there are things I can learn from him. I have different strengths than he does. There are things he can learn from me. And so we together, because his strengths supply my weaknesses and my weaknesses supply his strengths. We strong. And so we, we just, that's our viewpoint is let's be a, a strong team. And as that, whatever on the team is necessary. Sometimes we, we in March Madness, right? So sometimes somebody got the hot hand. So we just feed the person with the hot hand, you know? Sometimes somebody rebound good. Like it doesn't matter because we all trying to win the championship. And that's what we want to do. We want to win a championship for our family. And so that's what we are about right now. And we always, well, I wouldn't say always. We learn that later in life. That's why we try to teach it so much to couples is that we did it the wrong way. And so let, let's change your perspective and your perspective is let's make it the strongest team it can be. Amen. And in order for us to become what we want to become, we must, we must unbecome what we currently are. Yeah. Got to be willing to change. So that yeah. I, look like your husband would say, I threw that one in for free. Uh, I, I thank you. <laughs> no charge, no charge, yeah, no charge, no charge. Let me quote him correctly. Okay. So, um, speaking of sports, um, I know he was a, a, a high school, uh, standout athlete, football player. Your, your thing was, was, was basketball, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
His was too. He was my husband was both basketball, football, and track. Okay. And so I did basketball. I wouldn't say I was a standout star, but you know, I I, I was on the team. <laughs> I was a captain. Oh. You know, I played. I started. Uh huh. We had a great my senior year. We went to the quarterfinals. So it's like ah, but you know, back in the day. Wow. Spring Hill High. And I was a cheerleader too. So those were my things. Yes, yeah, Spring Hill High Lumberjacks. There you go. Go Jacks. Go Jacks. And, Jack Pride. And, and the lineage has continued because, uh, of course, Darrell played football in high school at Capel High. Yeah. Uh, very good. Remember covering him? He was on the show a couple of times when I was with the End Zone Sports Crew. And yep. then, of course, your youngest, Jonathan, he is balling out of control at hashtag Go Stanford. I know you yep. guys are very, very proud of him. Yes. So with the pandemic and we had him on the show right before he went back to school. Yep. And he talked about the the changes in schedules and having to uh, play home games in, in other states and whatnot. Yep. How was that as a parent for both you and Pastor NQ in the middle of a pandemic and your son still performing at a high level on the not only just on the field, but in the classroom as well? Well, the hardest part was not being present, especially for my husband. Like, we don't miss games. We don't do that. Like, from peewee all the way up to college, we are those parents, you know. And um, it was gut-wrenching to not be able to go to the game, to have to watch him at home, and to not be present. But we were so proud of their resilience. We were proud of his work ethic. And he never complained. He never complained at all because he was chasing his dream. And so he was just excited to be able to compete. And so, you know, it was it was a lot for them to, to um, be hotel to hotel and not really have a, a place that they called home. And, you know, they were on the road for a, a month, I believe. And mm-hmm. so um, the, the uh, they won every every game. So that was really great. It only lost, I think, that one game when the quarterback had a false positive oh. test for COVID at Oregon. And so, you know, they found that out the day, be- day of the game. And so they, they did very well. And so we're just excited about this year. <laughs> yeah, and, and last year definitely was something to build upon. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot of talent on that team, and, and, and that coach is one of the best coaches in America. And I, yeah. I just realized that he's a Stanford alum. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fabulous coach, but he's also a great man. Like, you know, really blessed that that's Jonathan's coach and, and also his position coach, Coach Aquino. So he he's very fortunate to be under some great men. Stanford Cardinal. Uh, they had, uh, I think it was, I saw four or five uh, prospects that had their pro day the other day. Um, I know they just, yep. I know they signed a couple people here locally that are now out there. I yep. know Emma Smith Jr. is on the team out there as well. Uh, yes. So there's a lot of Texas flavor on that on that team out there in Palo Alto, but not really yes. Palo Alto. Yes. Okay, so um, here's the fun part of the show. Well, actually, the whole show has been fun, but here's the part where you get to really just be all of who you are and all of who everybody loves. And that is, since this is the Shake Back Sports Show, and we're talking a little sports, but this is the OT overtime. Shake back story. Give one that can just change the hearts of men. Uh, give encouragement to not only ladies but men as well. 
basically, I'm just asking you to do what you do. You know, I, I was thinking about this and I tried to come up with a great answer and I just couldn't. And so I feel like I'm supposed to say this now. One of the things uh, that I experienced growing up in Spring Hill, Louisiana was stability. And everything basically was the same, same house, same people on my street, same people I went to school with, same church, like everything was the same. So when I went off to college at Grambling State University, go Tigers, uh, when I went off to college, I was not mentally prepared for change. Mm. And then when I graduated from college, I didn't have the tools to navigate through change. And so things that happened, I didn't know how to overcome them with hope. I would be you know, like disappointed and I would be so disappointed for a long time. And so, you know, I had to learn that life is filled with transition. Life is filled with ups and downs on the roller coaster. There's times when you're like, yay. And then there's times you're like, oh my gosh, you know? And so realizing that your journey that you're on is a journey that will be filled with those ups and those downs, but you don't stay in either place. You keep flowing. And so we're all going to have shake back opportunities, but will we turn those opportunities into shake back moments? Will we decide that no matter what comes our way, we are going to move forward? And that's why I believe the best opportunity is to be feel to be to be a believer, because I don't have to now depend on myself. I can depend on the Lord and he gives me the strength to go through it. But if it comes to me, I can absolutely go through it. And so I have a lot of shake back moments that have happened in my life, things that just seem how am I going to make it through? And somehow I'm through. And all of us through this pandemic, we're still here. So God gave us what we needed to overcome it. God gave us what we needed to overcome it and keep our mind. Come on now, because boy, there are some people that didn't. And so we, you know, you just have to not look for the, um, the bad parts, but look for the things that God brought you through. And so we all have opportunities to take those shake back opportunities and make them sh shake back moments and testimonies. And so I don't have one, I have a whole bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that whole bunch of them wrapped into that one was perfect. And it, you know, it makes me want to do this. Shake them up, shake them up, shake them up, shake them up. <laughs> hey, come on now. <laughs> all right. So, let's uh let's let's give everybody your information as far as how they can get to you on social media how you already gave the information about the book but you can give that again how it can be purchased okay and uh yeah and let's go from there all right so she three foundation has social media it has um twitter instagram and facebook and then also you can um, follow our website, she3foundation.org. We have a, a virtual tea that's coming up on April 24th. And it's all about helping women fill their cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. So the whole goal is to pour into women um, in a virtual setting that can continue to strengthen them along this journey. And so that's on our website. Um, um, and then they can follow me personally, uh, Tanya McGill on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And I, I post about two, three things, really my church, my family and football. That's pretty much it. And, 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 and the she three. So that's, that's all you gonna really see from me. <laughs> and, and that is faith, family, yep. Yep. football, football. You got there it. You go. <laughs> all right. Well, Again, 
I thank you for taking the time out. I, I stuck to my word. We kept it at about 30 minutes. Yay. Um, so I am very, very proud of myself on that. Um, I am proud of you too. <laughs> I appreciate that. So uh, we're going to get on the plot of here because uh, it is that time. So here we go uh, for Tanya McGill, Dr. Tanya McGill, executive pastor of the Big ACC. This is Willie F.T. Jr. Shake Back Sports Show OT, man. Y'all take care of each other. Y'all hug each other, love each other, and we'll talk to y'all again real soon. Peace. We out.